0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to worship this morning. Um, Chris, do you want to just have a quick word?
1: Uh, on Thursday, we know it's normally our craft club in the afternoon, but on Thursday lunch, we're going to be doing a light lunch, which will include homemade soup and a sandwich. It, the price of it will be £3. Now, if any of you would be interested in attending, if you could put your hand up and let me know. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, That's smashing. Um, as, if, you've, if you've got any dietary requirements, if you can let us know. I, I know about Cheryl. Um, just let us know, and then we can say Just so we can get a rough idea On how many we to cater for. So that'll be on Thursday from 12 o'clock. And then if you wanted to, if you've nothing else to do, by all means stay chat and natter to us at the craft club. It's great. Okay, thank you.
0: Thanks, Chris. Um, Just a couple of additional um, notices, if I may. The sphere coming out before Christmas. Um, and for Christmas greetings. If anybody's got anything to go into the sphere or Christmas, uh, and Christmas greetings, if you let Eric know by, by next weekend, that would be really helpful. And also just a reminder that following this morning's service, that there'll be a short break at the end of the service, but for those who are able to stay, um, there will be an open church meeting after, after the service this morning, um, to, so that the church council could hear the views of the, of the whole church um, on whether this church should be registering for same-sex marriages. So that's a short open, open meeting after this morning's service but there will be a short break um, but then we'll just, it will be a short meeting and it would be great if everybody could stay and attend um, but um, there will be a break for those who do, you know, do need to go. Thank you. Let's um, Start worship this morning with a short prayer. Ever-present God, open our eyes to see you here and now in this place and in one another. Open our ears to hear you speaking in the words we hear and in the songs we sing and in the silence. Open our hearts to change and renewal in our lives together and our witness to the world. Already, generous God, you've opened opened your hands and poured out your life for us. Open our minds to your greatness and our lives to your service. Amen.
2: Good morning, everybody. Our call to worship. Let us write God's word onto our hearts as we share in worship together. Let us listen to scripture with the child Jesus and like him, grow strong in wisdom. Let's stand together, put our masks on and sing as we sing together, come now is the time to worship, come now is the time to give your heart. together. Let's pray. God of love, you are so much more than anything we could ever imagine. Abundant love flows from your very being. We know your love is the greatest of all. We bask now in that love, making our small offering in return. We love you with all our heart, all our understanding, and all of our strength, and always will. Amen. Loving Lord, you told us that the greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this, love your neighbour as yourself. There is no greater command than these. Lord God, we confess that we struggle to love others. Sometimes we don't even recognise who our neighbour is, never mind knowing how to love them. Encourage us in your ways, O Lord. We confess that we don't always realize that to show love to others, first we have to learn to love ourselves. Sometimes we haven't a clue even how to do that. We may have an ideal in our head of what love is and then get cross with ourselves when we fall short. Encourage us in your ways, O Lord. we confess that we have the the idea that love is this great dramatic gesture or action when sometimes it can be as small as a touch of a fingertip. Encourage us in your ways, O Lord. Amen. The God of all heaven and earth looks upon us now with love. He wraps us tightly in his arms. His love pardons us Enfolds us, emboldens us to accept that our sins are forgiven, and we can go into the world to reveal His love. Praise be to God. Amen. Amen.
3: Thank you, Kath. Good morning, everyone. It's lovely to see some faces I haven't seen for a little while, so that is lovely. Now, when I was growing up in the 1960s, there were lots of great cartoons that came out all on the theme of love is. How many remember those? Mm -hmm. They started off being about romantic love. Can we have the next one, please? Click again. Ah. (laughs) <clears throat> Which, when I was young, I must thought was, yuck. <laughs> but then people started getting wise and using the cartoons to give very positive messages, like... Not, love is not saying something you instantly regret. Then again... Love is real when so much else is fake. The next one, love is when he likes grey in your hair. (laughs) And love is when happiness happens. I wonder what sayings you could come up with starting with what love is. I bet we could come up with hundreds. (laughs) They'd almost be hundreds of rules about love, wouldn't they? Mm. But do you know, Jesus told us there are really only two that really matter. The greatest rule or commandment. The next one, please. And the next one is to love God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind and your strength. And then the second is to love each other. So love is loving God and loving others. Then everything else falls into place. You don't need all those rest of the rules because if you love God and then love others, everything else happens in the right way. So we're going to do some actions to help us remember this verse, this commandment of the Lord. So love God. Could you put it up, Kate, please? And then with all your heart, point your heart. With all your soul, give yourself a hug. With all your mind, with all your strength, Love each other and love yourself. So now you've got the actions, we're going to say it together. Love God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength, and love each other as you love yourself. So we'll just say a prayer together (coughs) and pray. Holy God. Thank you for loving me. Help me show my love for you by being kind to other people, even when I don't feel like it. Help each of us to love you with all our heart and to love others as we love ourselves. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And sometimes the way we learn things and really remember and reinforce them is if we do them in lots of different ways. Hence the actions, hence the saying, and now we're going to sing it. A new commandment I give unto you. Thank you, music group. we're going to receive the offering now um we we have been trying to do the the hybrid way of having it outside so it's not passed among you um and putting the collection in and then bringing it forward if by any chance you've missed it don't worry it'll still be there afterwards (laughs) let's pray loving god we thank you for all the gifts that you give us the greatest gift of all is love and Lord, help us to show our love for you by how we care for others. May we use this money here now and any monies that have been paid directly into the bank to help love others in so many different ways, those close to us and those far away. For we ask it in your name. Amen. Now, we do, I don't do children's talks. I do all age talks. Okay, so there are some all-age activities at the back, should you so wish. There are a range of things from word searches, colouring the um, text so that you can even learn it while you're colouring it. Um, There's also some small hearts um, that you can cut out and you can write love is, some of your suggestions on. There's a hole punch, you can punch a hole in and some string. And then there's a big heart and you can... Tie it to the big heart to make a a hanging heart with lots of love is, is, is on it, okay? So there's all sorts of things at the back to keep you busy. If you want to listen and look from the back, please feel free to move there now. Don't all rush at once. (laughs) Thank you. And now Sandra's going to read our gospel reading for us.
4: Thank you.
5: The reading this morning is from Mark chapter twelve The greatest Commandments. One of the teachers of the law came and heard the debating, noticing that Jesus had given them a good answer he asked of all the commandments, which is the most important the most important one answered jesus is this here O Israel, the Lord our God. The Lord is one. Love the Lord, your God, with all your heart and with all your soul, with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this. Love your neighbour as yourself. There is no greater commandment greater than this. Well said, teacher, the man replied. You are right in saying that God is one and there is no other but him. To love him with all your heart and with all your understanding and with all of your strength and to love your neighbour as yourself is more important than all the burnt offerings and the sacrifices. When Jesus saw that he had answered wisely, he said to him, you are not far from the kingdom of God. And from then, no one dared ask him any more questions.
0: And based on the passage we've just heard from Mark chapter 12, this is a, just a short monologue based on that, on that passage. I love a good debate at the temple, and I could tell that the rabbi did too. He answered well. He was a clever, but not mean clever man. Sometimes he answered a question with a twinkle in his eye. But no matter how silly the question, he never laughed at people. I asked him a question about the commandments, not because I wanted to catch him out, but because there are so many that sometimes I can't think straight. He looked at me and smiled, and what he said next took my breath away. The first scripture I ever knew, the first text my mother taught me, the text I say every morning and evening, it was there in my heart all the time. Of course, the simplicity of it. There is only one God, and this God who created me deserves no less than all the devotion of my heart and soul Mind and strength. And how do I do that? By loving my neighbour? It wasn't a new teaching, it was an ancient teaching, made simple, made new again. He was right, and I couldn't help saying so. He smiled. It was a smile of welcome, as though he had known me all along, even though we had just met that day. You are not far from the kingdom of God, he said. I'm sitting here thinking about how all the learning and studying of my adult life has been about me trying to get near to God's kingdom, but how all I needed to come close to it was the teaching of my childhood. Of course I know how to get closer to the kingdom of God. Love God. Love others.
3: Thank you, John. Let's pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be pleasing and acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and redeemer. Amen. Love, love changes everything, according to the well-known Andrew Lloyd Webber song. But what sort of love? And love for what? Or for whom? Something to ponder as we move on. In answer to the scribe's question, which is the greatest commandment, Jesus quotes the Shema prayer that love begins with God. It starts with God's love for creation. This is given its fullest expression in and through Jesus' death and resurrection. But because God loves us, we have to respond. If you turn to someone close to you and say, I love you, and you get no response, love demands an action. It demands a response. And that response demands the whole person, all that they are and do, as in the words of the final verse of a well-known hymn. Love so amazing, so divine, demands my soul my life, my all. I wonder, but what does that look like? Something else to ponder on as we move further on. I wonder, have you ever read or heard something for years and then all of a sudden you really hear it and understand it? It's like the pennies dropped or that light bulb moment, a whole new understanding of something. That's dawned on you, but it's been there all the time. You just have never really seen it before. Well, this is exactly what happened to that scribe, something he'd been taught as a child, the Shema, a foundational prayer, a bit like the Lord's Prayer that we've taught children. And he recited it twice a day, morning and evening, and he clicked, he got, finally got the message. But first, let's understand the context of this passage. Let's set the scene. Jesus had come to Jerusalem for what turns out to be his final Passover. Use your imagination to picture Jesus still in the temple after hours of debate. Imagine him standing in the outer temple courts where the doves are fluttering and the goats are bleating, And they're penned ready for sacrifice. At 500 years old, the temple is the golden symbol of the rebirth of the nation after exile, and it was venerated in the eyes of all of the Jews. Here, there are rising levels of holiness. Jesus is in the middle court where people congregate, where Gentiles, the foreigners and outsiders, And women are excluded. But he's not allowed to pass up more steps and across more paved courts to reach into the Holy of Holies, the seat of God. Jesus is not a priest and must never go there. He stays with the people and he doesn't distance himself from them. He draws quite crowd in the temple courts following his actions against the money changers and traders when he overturned their tables and threw them out of the temple and not surprisingly he attracts the attention of the authorities. Jesus had been preaching and teaching all day challenged by the Pharisees and Sadducees. The ensuing debate is at times very pointed and Jesus's opponents repeatedly try to back him into a corner to catch him out. However, the scribe in this story is more sympathetic. The scribe is a professional interpreter and teacher of the law of Moses. His counterparts regularly discuss the relative importance of Moses's more than 600 laws or commandments. When you think over 600, and Jesus brought it down to two... Jesus brings together the verses from the Shema in Deuteronomy and the so-called Holiness Code in Leviticus to fuse love for God and love for neighbour. Unlike the Pharisees who applied the law to the fine details of daily life in order to highlight a strongly separatist identity for God's people, Jesus prefers the broad brushstroke approach. Love for God and love for neighbor. The loving human response to loving divine choice sets out an alternative vision of Israel's identity, one that binds the whole community together rather than allowing it to fracture along its fault lines of status, privilege, and race. The fact that the scribe replays Jesus' answer shows that the scribe is clearly impressed unlike others earlier in Mark's Gospel. But we shouldn't lose sight of the significance of the location of their discussion. It was in the temple courts, with different areas for men, women, and non-Jews, the separatist vision of holiness, which had been set in stone, literally. Neither Jesus nor the scribe mention those parts of Moses' law that divides people according to accidents of race or habits of observance like circumcision and the rules around food and the Sabbath. The love advocated by Moses, interpreted by Jesus and the scribe, is costly and demanding as it sets out to renew any world that takes difference and distance as its default positions. The sustained meditation on the two greatest commands, loving God and loving neighbour, show the significance of prayer in this character formation. By highlighting the importance of love, Jesus reveals the character traits that can embrace and hold together even the most diverse and complex world. To love our neighbour as much as God means we must love him or her as much as ourselves. In this simple speech, after hours and hours of controversy and arguments, Jesus has summarised his mission and silenced his opposition. Think about wanting all the goodness and happiness that we crave for ourselves, for our spouses, for our partners, for our families, for our friends. Now, can we extend that kind of love for our neighbours too? But can we also act to lead them to the fullness of life that we desire? It's all very well having good thoughts but we need the good actions that go with it. And this is particularly pertinent as the climate conference started today. We each need to love our global neighbours enough to do something seriously about our lifestyles and how we use or misuse creation. Such love doesn't mean just doing the occasional good turn. It requires constant openness to others all barriers dismantled and excuses forgotten. Consider feeling as deeply as that for people we hardly know, people beyond our small circle of family and friends, people who hold different and opposing views to ourselves. What difference would it make to your prayer life? What difference to your daily life? Love God with all your heart, soul, mind and strength. Love your neighbour as you love yourself. I wonder how far have our attitudes and actions over the last week matched up to these commandments. We can all pray about what we will do differently today and this week. Positive change begins with just one step. So let's affirm we'll take one step to loving God and our neighbour more deeply together this coming week. Let's not wait until tomorrow to begin. We can begin right now. Amen. We come to a prayer of thanksgiving. Let us pray. Lord God, thank you that we're all caught up in your love. When it spills out from you, there's no, there's more than enough for everyone. It gushes like a waterfall, springs like a fountain, rushes like a wave. It floods over us and then continues on, going through us, bringing blessing to whoever receives it. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to be part of all this wonder. Amen. So will you offer up your life? We can use this hymn as a prayer of commitment to loving God and loving others as well as creation. It's number 446, I will offer up my life.
2: bring now our prayers for the world and for the church and for others let's pray as the leaders of the nations meet in Glasgow to agree goals to combat change we pray that there may be commitment by all countries to work together and join forces with civil society companies and people on the front line of climate change, to inspire and lead climate action. We pray that those who meet in Glasgow may have the wisdom and vision to treasure, protect and love the world which you created and which you entrusted to our care. God of love, may we love our world, each other and you. As coronavirus cases continue to increase, and as many are concerned about the impact of the virus on their lives and their mental health, we pray that you'll inspire the leaders of all nations to take appropriate actions to protect all people. We thank you for the vaccination programme, and we pray for all who are delivering the boosters, health professionals and volunteers alike, May research be accurate and helpful. May decisions be carefully thought out and wise. May the response be wholehearted. We pray for those whose mental health has been affected in any way. Those suffering now with the virus and with those caring for them. God of love, may we love our world, each other and you. We pray for peace throughout the world. We remember especially the people of Sudan, where the sovereign council that was overseeing the transition to democracy has been dissolved and heavily armed soldiers deployed in the capital. We pray for Afghanistan, where more than half the population, about 22.8 million people, face acute food insecurity while over three million children under five could suffer acute malnutrition. God of love, may we love our world, each other and you. We bring into your love all for whom we are especially concerned today, naming them in our hearts or picturing them in our minds. We pray for the sick and those who are worried, for the lonely and any who feel isolated, for the sorrowful and those who are recently bereaved. We pray for Arthur, Chris's stepdad, who passed away yesterday, and his daughter Julie, who passed away this week. We pray for Peggy, Chris's mum, for all the family, that you will comfort and strengthen them with your love. God of love, may we love our world, each other and you. Jesus said, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, with all your mind and with all your strength. And you shall love your neighbour As yourself. God of love, may we love our world, each other, and you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And we pray together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples in the modern form. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven.
3: And our final hymn is for the healing of the nations, number 696, which is very appropriate today. May the word of God dwell in our hearts, in our minds, and in our actions, every day of our lives. Let us go in peace and walk in love, serving the Lord in all we do. And let us pray for one another, saying together, the, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, Christ the love of God and, and the of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, Spirit be with us all, evermore. Amen. Amen.